Hi guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20, the NIV. Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. These words were written in red, the very words of Jesus Christ to mankind. We see humility at its peak, displayed by the creator of the world as he leaves his throne and comes to you. Jesus is taking away the barrier and what people may consider an obstacle to them not knowing him. To avoid anyone saying that they could not reach or find him, he has come to you in person and he stands at the door of your heart knocking. You would agree with me that it takes interest for you to knock on any door. It is one thing to walk past and knock, but it even shows further interest for you to stand, knock, and keep knocking. When you are determined to visit someone, you travel miles to see them, and you don't turn back when you find they have a broken door. You'd still knock because you've come a long way for them. Jesus has come a long, long way to you and it doesn't matter whether the door of your heart is broken. It doesn't matter if you think you cannot be fixed. He's come a long way for you and wants to meet you. He's not only knocking, he's also calling out, calling you by name, sending his word out to you as you listen to snippets of preachings on podcasts, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and the likes. Even as you read the status posts of your friends, he's calling out to you, using every means possible to get your attention to see if you'd consider letting him in. Now, that's something that blows me away. Jesus, who is the door and the only way to eternal life, is for seeking your consent to enter your door because if he has no access into your door, you have no access to him as the door to eternal life. He's literally waiting on you to open up the door of your heart for him to make your life beautiful. He will not force his opinion on you. All of these steps has he taken to prove his love and interest for you. Number one, he came. Number two, he knocked. Number three, he called out. Number four, he's standing out there knocking at the door of your heart and he keeps knocking and calling you by name. For someone who has traveled the distance between heaven and earth to come all the way to knock on the door of your heart, it will be quite insensitive for anyone not to open when they persistently hear someone knocking and calling them by name. The only reason anyone would not open the door to persistent knocking and calling is when they are persuaded that the one at the door has come to steal, kill, or destroy. But thieves don't knock gently. They break the door to gain access by force. Jesus has not come only to establish a friendly relationship with you, but to make your life better than it is right now. He will never break in because he's not a thief. That's not his identity. The act of receiving him is as voluntary on our part 
as it is when we rise and open the door to the one who knocks. Barnes wrote in his writings that we deem it the height of rudeness to let one stand and knock long or to let him go away with no friendly invitation to enter our dwelling. Yet, how different does the sinner treat the Savior? How long does he suffer him to knock at the door of his heart with no invitation to enter? No act of common civility such as that with which he would greet even a stranger. And with how much coolness and indifference does he see him turn away, perhaps to come back no more, with no desire that he should ever return. Jesus said, if anyone opens their heart to him, he will come in and they will make merry together. It's amazing how the introduction of Jesus into a life can turn mourning into dancing, sorrow into joy. No matter how long you've been depressed for, Jesus wants to give your life a new meaning. He wants to give you reasons to live again. And with the assurance of eternal life, he says the friendship he's going to build with you does not end here on earth. You're going to continue with him in heaven. How do I know? Because Jesus is seated at the right hand of God in heaven. He says, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Jesus is the definition of humility. He's got this unimaginable offer of salvation here and eternal life with him, but he wants you to willingly accept it. Will you? Two questions for you before I leave you today. Is Jesus living in your heart? What about the people around you? Let us pray. Dear Jesus, thank you for coming all the way to us to give us this gift of salvation that does not end here on earth but continues with you in heaven. Dear Lord, help us to always appreciate this that you have done for us. And for as many as you are still knocking on the door of their heart, I pray, Lord, that you give them the courage to stand and open up to you. I pray concerning them every resistance, every force hindering them from taking that step. Dear Lord, I pray that they are free from them, free from bondage, free from every resistance to open up their hearts to you as Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast today. It's always a pleasure to have you in here. would like to respond to your questions if you have any. See you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.